0: Greetings, friends. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean, your host. The website can be found at www.scriptureandprophecy.com. That's where you go to find the archives, and that's where you go to support this mission of truth. Well, this morning, we are going to read uh, what is known as the Christmas story from Luke chapter 2, The Birth of Messiah. But uh, this time of year, I don't like to just read about the first coming or the or the birth. Um, I believe I, maybe even last year, I did this where we, after we read the story out of Luke chapter 2, which I can't imagine reading this story out of any other chapter, to be honest. I mean, not chapter, but out of any other version other than the King James Version. Um, it's just, there's just something about the King James, and maybe it's because of tradition... Uh but uh yeah, I just can't can't imagine reading it out of anything else. Uh but we also are gonna read from the book Revelation. Uh, because I think it's important, just as important, if not more important, to focus on the coming Messiah. Not the Messiah not, not Messiah who came, but Messiah who's coming again. And that is our hope. That is our blessed hope. That is our desire, that is our longing. I think it's also important to note that, you know, the birth of Messiah, the the first coming, came at a time in history when things were pretty bad. Um you know, you had political issues going on, you had uh the Roman uh Empire had a lot of people under its feet, had God's people under its feet, and this story starts with the Roman government requiring everyone to travel to where they were born so that they could be properly taxed. Right? And uh so the Messiah came at a time when things weren't great. It wasn't ideal timing. And Joseph and Mary, you know, they had to believe in God's promises. You know, these these uh, words that came from the angel Telling them what they must do and, and what was about to happen. And they had to believe in that promise in the face of circumstances that didn't look great. Right? And I just bring that up because it's just something that maybe we can relate to right now. Right? Maybe we can't see how things can, how God's promises can play out as, as things are or, um, You know, maybe we are tempted to feel weak in faith because of the circumstances and because of the struggles and and the anxieties and the uncertainties and the things that are going on. But like we've mentioned before, you know, that's, you know, when times are dark, that's when the true light shines the brightest. And we have a hope and we have a future, an eternal one. And we're longing for our Messiah to return to literally have the government upon his shoulders, right? To literally rule with a rod and an iron, with with, with a rod of iron. For right judgment to finally go forth. For the balances, the scales to be balanced, right? There's an eternal future. That we have and sometimes it's hard to wrap our minds around the idea of eternity and because all we all we know all we've ever experienced is the here and the now and we've got this life and it's so short and it's but a blip and it's hard for us to conceive eternal reward and or eternal punishment so this morning as i read this let's read it and just praise god and be thankful. But then let's get into the book of Revelation a little bit to end. And just be hopeful for a bright and amazing future. And get a very clear understanding of who Messiah is. And I think the book of Revelation paints that picture really well. Because one thing that can happen this time of year is people are reading the Christmas stories. And they're hearing all these things. And they've they got this baby Jesus in their mind. That's not who he is. He's, he's the Son of God. He's, he's sitting at the right hand of the Father. This world is a footstool, you know. And we're gonna get that image of him as, as we uh, get into the Book of Revelation. So long enough intro. Let me read from Luke chapter two, the birth of Jesus, and I just pray in a powerful name. Of Jesus in the powerful name of Yeshua, that you would just be blessed this morning. Let's begin. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing, taxing was first made when Crinerius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, every one into his own. and on earth peace, good will toward men. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem, and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste, and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, They made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning the child, and all that they heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart, and the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. Now, a lot of people will stop there, but I want to read this other part because I love the great faith of these two prophets, these two people of God, these two people who are sold out 100% to God and they care only about the things of God. Oh, that we would have this kind of faith. Oh, that we would be these kind of followers. Let's take a look here. Verse 21. And when the eight days were accomplished for the circumcising of the child, his name was called Jesus, which was so named of the angel before he was conceived in the womb. And when the days of her purification according to the law of Moses were accomplished, they brought him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every male that openeth the womb shall be called holy to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice according to that which is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and the same man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Ghost was upon him. And it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. All right, so we have this man of God, he's holy, he's just, and it's been made known to him through the Holy Spirit that he was not going to die before he saw the Messiah, right? Continuing on verse twenty seven and it came and he came by the spirit unto the temple when the parents brought the child Jesus to do for him after the custom of the law. Then he took him up in his arms and he blessed God and said, Lord, now let us thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For my eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, a light to lighten the Gentiles and the glory of thy people Israel. You know, this man, he's like, Lord, I I can die now. I can literally depart. I think we kind of glaze over these things and we don't see the significance of that. I mean, the type of faith that it takes us to actually pray, Lord, you can let me die now. I've seen the light that will light the Gentiles and the glory to your people. I've seen the Messiah. Verse 33, and Joseph and his mother marveled at those things which were spoken of him. And Simeon blessed him, and he said unto Mary his mother, Behold, this child is set for the fall and rising again of many in Israel, and for a sign which shall be spoken against. Yea, a sword shall pierce through thy own soul also, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. So he prophesied to Mary, and here's another thing that we kind of glaze over. I mean, listen to this prophecy that he gives to her. He said, Behold, this child is set for the fall and rising again of many in Israel, and for a sign which was shall be spoken against. And then he, and then he says, You, ye, yea, a sword shall pierce through thy own soul also. You see, Mary would have to be an eyewitness to the crucifixion of her own son. Many of us can't even wrap our minds around what it must have been like to watch him hanging on the cross, your own child. And then you're thinking about all the promises that were made, and this particular part of the promise doesn't seem to make sense, doesn't seem to fit. It must have been horrifying for Mary at that moment. And that's, I believe that's what this prophecy is talking about. Yea, a sword shall pierce through thy own soul also, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. And then we have this one more part that I want to read here about this prophetess, about this godly woman who was completely and utterly sold out to the kingdom of God. Verse 36, And there was one Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phanuel, Of the tribe of Asser. She was of a great age, and lived with an husband seven years from her virginity, and she was a widow of about fourscore and four years, which departed not from the temple, but served God with fasting and prayers night and day. So we have this prophetess woman, she's a widow, but she never leaves the temple. She fasts all that She's constantly in a state of fasting, constantly in a state of prayer. This is a woman sold out to the kingdom of God. Verse 38, And she, coming in that instance, gave thank likewise unto the Lord, and spake of, the, of him to all them that looked for redemption in Jerusalem. And when they had performed all things according to the law of the Lord, they returned into Galilee, to their own city Nazareth, And the child grew and waxed strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. And we're not going to continue the story, but the story goes on to talk about uh, Passover and Jesus spending that time in the uh, temple and the parents wondering where he's at, right? As they travel, but he, he said he would be about his father's business, right? Now let's fast forward and let's look at the book of Revelation and get the correct viewpoint, the correct vantage point of who Messiah is and who is coming, right? Who we are waiting for. We're going to read Revelation 1, 20 verses. We're going to read five verses from Revelation 19 and we're going to read Revelation twenty two. All this is fairly short, won't take too long, but let's have a look. Revelation chapter one. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him, to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass, and he sent and signified it by the angel unto his servant John, who bare record of the word of God and a testimony of Jesus Christ. And of all things that he saw, blessed is he that readeth, and they that hear the words of this prophecy, and keep those things which are written therein, for the time is at hand. John, to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace be unto you, and peace from him which is, and which was, and which is to come, and from the seven spirits which are before his throne. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, and the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the king of the earth. And to him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. And hath made us kings and priests unto God and his Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Behold. He cometh with the clouds, and every eye shall see him, and they also which pierced him, and all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him. Even so, amen. I am the Alpha, the Omega, the Beginning, the Ending, saith the Lord, which is, and which was, and which is to come, the Almighty. I, John, who also am your brother and companion in tribulation, and in the kingdom of patience, of Jesus Christ was in the isle that is called Patmos, for the word of God, and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day, and heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet, saying, I am the Alpha, the Omega, the First, and the Last. What thou seest, write in a book, and send it unto the seven churches which are in Asia, unto Ephesus, and unto Smyrna, Smyrna, and unto Pergamos, and unto Thyatira, and unto Sardis, and unto Philadelphia, and unto Laodicea. And I turned to see the voice that spake with me. And being turned, I, sang, I saw seven golden candlesticks. And in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks, one like unto the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the foot, and girt about the paps with a golden girdle. at his feet as dead. And he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, for I am the first and the last. I am he that liveth, and was dead, and behold, I am alive evermore, amen, and have the keys of hell and of death. Write the things which thou hast seen, and the things which are, and which things which shall be hereafter. The mystery of the seven stars which thou sawest in my right hand and the seven golden sticks, the seven stars are the angels in the seven churches, and the seven candlesticks which thou sawest are the seven churches. So this is just the perfect image of who Messiah is that's coming. His hair was white like wool, as white as snow, his eyes were like a flame of fire, his feet was like brass that had burned in the furnace. His voice was the sound of many waters. And when John saw him, he fell at his feet as though he was dead. That's who we're talking about. Whereas if you if he was to be in your presence, you would fall on your face as though you were dead, in fear Let's continue on. Let's go to chapter 19 and read verses 11 through 16. Here's what it says And I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse. And he that sat upon him was called faithful and true, and in righteousness he doth judge and make war. That's who's coming, friends. He's faithful, he's true, and he's coming to make war. And he treadeth the winepress of the fierceness and the wrath of Almighty God. And he hath in his vesture on his thigh a name written, King of kings and the Lord of lords. That's who's coming, friends. Finally, let's read chapter 22. 21 verses to end our study this morning. And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. And in the midst of the street of it, and on either side of the river, was there the tree of life, which bare twelve manner of fruits, and yielded her fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. And there shall be no more curse. But the throne of God and the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. And they shall see his face, and his name shall be in their foreheads. And there shall be no night there, and they need no candle, neither light of the sun. For the Lord God giveth them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. And he said unto me, These sayings are faithful and true. And the Lord God of the holy prophets sent his angel to show unto his servants these things which must shortly be done. Behold, I come quickly, blessed is he that keepeth the sayings of the prophecy of this book. And I, John, saw all these things and heard them, and when I had heard and seen, I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel which showed me these things. Then saith he unto me, See thou do it not, for I am thy fellow servant, and of the brethren, the prophets. And of them which keep the sayings of this book, worship God. And he saith unto me, Seal not the sayings of this prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. And he which is filthy, let him be filthy still. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. And behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me to give every man according As his work shall be. Please note, people may get frustrated with me when I say your actions matter, your works actually matter. Listen, he says, Behold, I come quickly, my reward is with me to give to every man according as his work shall be. Continuing on, verse 13 I am Alpha and Omega, beginning and the end, the first and the last. Blessed are they that do his commandments that they may have the right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates into the city. For without are dogs and sorcerers and whoremongers and murderers and idolaters and whosoever loveth and maketh a lie. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright and morning star. And the spirit of the bride say, Come, and let him that heareth say, Come, and let them that is athirst thirst come, and whosoever will, let them take the water of life freely. For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of this prophecy of this book, if any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are rented in this book. And if any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the Holy City, and from the things which are written in this book. He which testify of these things saith, Surely I come quickly. Amen. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Well, my friends, that is our study for this morning. I hope that you've been blessed and encouraged and strengthened I pray that you are longing for the Lord of Lord, the King of Kings to come. He's coming to make war. This isn't little baby Jesus. Come quickly, Lord Jesus, come quickly, even so, come quickly. Amen. Well, thanks for listening this morning, friends. Uh, Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Uh, I'm so gracious, so grateful, Uh, so grateful for your generosity. Um, And I just ask you to continue to pray uh, that God would give me the proper leading to know how to move forward each and every week with this podcast and with this work. And uh, um, I, I just thank you for your support. And uh, if you are being blessed by this work and you want to be a part of supporting it, please consider becoming a monthly Patreon subscriber. You can go to patreon.com slash truthfed. Or you can just go to scriptureandprophecy.com and the donate and support tab is there with all the information on how you can support this work. And I'm very, very grateful for all of you. I will try to be back with you this weekend at some point with our prophets portion for this week, Lord willing. Peace and grace be with all of you and until next time, Merry Christmas and God bless.